0: Bunch to the right for the U of S Huskies. Two receivers to the left, and here's a shotgun snap for Nias. Hand off there to Mackert. Off the left side by Garden Tackle. Bounces it outside of the 40 and runs over a tackler to the 39-yard line in Rams territory. That's a big-time run. Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with rider guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in this province growing the game we love. Now, here's Ballsy. And I want to thank these great sponsors. If you're spending your hard-earned money and need these services, please check out these fine businesses face first medical aesthetics above Gabos on Dudney Avenue in downtown Regina. Mark Greshner Photography. Check out his work at markgreshner.com. If you're in the uh, mood for a pizza, make sure you stop by Pizza Hut's in Saskatchewan. Rivier Egg Seeds in Radville, and Paul Riviera and his great family out there in Radville, Southern Saskatchewan's premium certified seed grower, delivering homegrown certified Durham yellow peas and chickpeas. SAS Selects Football, building the gridiron stars of tomorrow today and by doubles at Ag Sales in Weyburn for grain hauling grain marketing and crop insurance check out Corey Zatarozniak at doubles at Ag Sales in Weyburn and surrounding area time now for our athlete of the week which is brought to you by my friend Paul Waldo at Royal Page here in Regina getting the real estate game with the three-time Grey Cup champ today in the spotlight is Jackson Geddes of North Battleford all right joining me on the phone Jackson Geddes from North Battleford what's the team name out there uh, we're the Vikings. The Vikings, grade eleven receiver. Uh, first off, I guess the first thing I want to ask you about. Tell me about the leadership kind of award slash scholarship you got from the uh, Saskatoon Minor Football Organization.
1: Yeah, well, uh, coaches in like the schools like in our area were allowed to not were able to nominate a player uh, from their school, and I was fortunate. Obviously, Mike Huny, the head coach here in North Battleford, nominated me, and then uh, I was chosen. Uh, one of, I'm one of 10 award winners by SMF.
0: Awesome. So uh, I guess what does that mean to you to get that award?
1: Uh, well, for the award, like, it doesn't cost, doesn't cost anything. Uh, all, the, all the cost of the SMF Academy is waived. And uh, we've just been, you know, we've, we've met up via Zoom uh, to talk with us and Brian Giebert and Chad Palmer and the other nine award winners. And we've talked just about, you know, being a good leader Uh, at the academy and and what it means to be a good leader and and be an example to the other guys.
0: What makes a good leader, Jackson, in your opinion?
1: Uh, To me, what makes a good leader, you know, is somebody who's always motivating their teammates, uh, like somebody who's really confident and just uh, a good role model, obviously, on the field, but also in the classroom, I think, is very
0: important. How are you a good leader? What what, what would make them pick you, do you feel?
1: Uh, You know, obviously... uh, I really like being in the weight room and stuff and I think that uh, I have a really good work ethic and I think that I'm just a good role model, you know, maybe not only to my peers, but also just like the the younger kids.
0: In terms of leadership, are you vocal or are you a more lead by example, like in the weight room, in the classroom kind of thing?
1: Uh, I think myself, probably more of a lead by example kind of guy, like being in the weight room and, you know, trying to just do my best in the classroom and get good grades. But I definitely think it's important to be a vocal leader as well, you know, on the field.
0: Can you learn to be a leader, or is that just something you are a leader? you're born with leadership uh, skills um
1: I think it's i think you can learn to be a leader you know like if a younger guy you know if if you're around good leaders a lot as a young guy, I think you can definitely learn from them, but also there's lots of qualities that I think that's you know, depending on the way that you were raised, or you can just be born with certain leadership qualities.
0: That's a good way to put it. Jackson, okay, so then who do you look up to in this sport? Who have you kind of tried to emulate it where you said, gee, they're a good leader, or hey, I want to be like that, or uh, who, who gave you good guidance?
1: Uh, definitely, you know, my well, my dad, obviously, he played with the Hilltops in uh, when he was younger. Uh, he's always been a really good, you know, some somebody to look up to for me, but also, uh, like, the whole coaching staff here in North Battleford, especially, like, Uh, Don Hodgins, he coached Ruben Mays Hmm. uh, back in the day and and he's still around coaching and just, you know, definitely something that I look up to here.
0: Is Ruben still a big deal out there? Is his legend still a big deal out there?
1: Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, our whole field is named, Ruben Mays Field, the practice field and on in the school and things like lots of Reuben Mays posters and stuff. Definitely a big deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was a trend here. He was uh he was the Saskatchewan NFL before John Ryan was, that's for sure. Uh uh the offensive rookie of the year, actually, one year there in the NFL. Well, the only year he could be, he was a rookie, right? Um yep. how did you get into the sport, Jackson? Uh well I started
1: playing, you know, touch back when I was in like grade three. Uh my dad played with the hilltops, like I said, so it just Definitely, we're a football family, and I started playing tackle with battlefords Minor Football when I was in fifth grade, and then just been playing ever since then.
0: So, uh, what's the, the best thing about your position? What do you like best about being a receiver?
1: You know, uh, obviously, you know, catching, like, scoring touchdowns and stuff, and, and catching the competitive ball is fun, but, uh, you know, a receiver will be lucky to may- maybe catch five or six passes in one game. You know, I just really like to go out there and block, and... And do more so the aggressive part of the game as well.
0: What's your best attribute?
1: Uh, definitely competitiveness. I think I'm a super competitive person. Uh, always in the weight room, and also I think that uh, I have a good I have a good idea of you know how the game of football works and ability to see the
0: field. What can you do to improve as you I know you're in your grade 11 year and there hasn't been any football well I guess did you uh, there's there's where I'll go because it was a little different here in Regina we had Regina minor football but our high school didn't go I know the Saskatoon Football Academy put something on for high schoolers did you take part in that
1: yeah I took part in the fall academy
0: and how was that how did you find that was a great initiative good job by those up in Saskatoon to get that done how did you find it
1: oh it was awesome you know we were all just really happy to be able to have something to do uh, we, we played three games and, uh, you know, practicing three times a week. It, it was, it was just great to be back on
0: the field, even though it was just a short amount of time. So what can you do to get better going into your grade 12 year, which hopefully will be a regular year for you being at a senior year?
1: Yeah. Well, right now I'm just really trying to work on getting faster. Like one thing that, you know, all the best athletes have in common is speed. And, and that's just something that I think that I really need to work on.
0: How tough Jackson has the pandemic been on you?
1: Uh, it's it's definitely been hard like you know not being able to see family like I've been able to give my grandparents a hug in, you know almost a year now and it's, it's just really hard yeah
0: yeah no that is that does suck what about football wise it was nice you got to wet your uh, taste buds football wise I guess a little bit there with the uh, football academy but you didn't get a full season in how, how are you dealing with that side of it because it's not easy football I don't think a lot of people realize how much effort you put into a sport like this and then not get to get the play that really hurts
1: yeah, definitely. You know, I was really, really missed my grade eleven year this year, uh, being out on the field, but also, you know, like being in the locker room with the guys. It's just, it's just not the same. Like only going to school every second day and seeing your friends every second day, but, you know, definitely missed the competitive aspect of playing football. Yeah, in Saskatoon and North Oxford.
0: Yeah. So how uh, how tough was it? You know, how bad did you feel? I guess is the better way to put it for your uh, teammates who were in their senior year and only really got a handful of games with the with the football academy there.
1: Yeah, you know, I can't even imagine You know, how those guys are feeling. Like they're, they're super lucky, I guess, that they even got what they did, but it's just not, not the same as a full grade 12 year.
0: Where's your goal, or what's your goal in this sport? What, what's your end game? What do you hope uh, to achieve?
1: Uh, I just really hope that I'll be able to play you know, football after high school with a uh, university team.
0: Yeah, Would you like to stay close to home, or would you like to, to spread your wings, all things being equal?
1: Uh, well, I'm just keeping my options open right now, but I, c- I could definitely see myself staying close to home.
0: All right, Jackson, thanks for this, and uh, congratulations on the scholarship, and we'll be watching you.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much. 10 Bits from around the world.
0: Well, of course, you know by now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in Super Bowl 55, and you know what that means. Tom Brady's finally getting laid. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski was a VIP guest at Disney World earlier this week, not because of Tampa's Super Bowl victory, but because he's related to Goofy. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But I mean, seriously, who saw Gronk getting two touchdowns in the Super Bowl? The NFL has offered President Joe Biden all of the league stadiums as vaccination sites. Chiefs players want to know if healthcare workers at Arrowhead can also vaccinate for severe choking. <laughs> That was a live looking at the Chiefs offensive line getting vaccinated. There are rumors that the New York Jets want to trade quarterback Sam Darnold, but just like Darnold, the rumors probably aren't accurate. A car containing $10,000 in COVID vaccines was stolen in Florida. The suspect is described as armed and extremely immune. A Michigan man died after an explosion at a baby shower, and you thought your kid's diarrhea was bad. Only 28% of North Americans think Valentine's Day is a real holiday. Here's how you can figure out if Valentine's Day is a real holiday. Do you have a wife or girlfriend? If so, does she think it's a real holiday? Then it's a real holiday. Time now to hear from former Regina Thunder player and current U of S Husky, Colton Claussen, as we talk to him about signing his first pro contract with the Montreal Alouettes. All right, here in growing the game with Ballsy, joined by U of S Husky and now Montreal Alouette, Colton Clausen. How does it feel to sign uh, sign on the dotted line?
1: You know, it feels good. I'm excited. You know, it's been a long time coming, and you know, there's still a lot of uncertainty, but it feels really good to get that to get that part of the part of everything done, and now I can just focus on getting ready for football, whenever that may be.
0: Yeah, so that is kind of uncertain, but do you see that kind of as a positive sign that we might be moving in the direction of playing football here sometime in 2021?
1: Um, I think talking with talking with anyone, especially people involved with the CFL, that th- there has to be a season. I don't think that there can be another year without it, so I'm pretty optimistic, along with everyone else that I've talked to, involved with the Alouettes, and You know, just guys I'm training with that are also playing in the CFL. Everyone has a pretty optimistic outlook, and, you know, with these vaccines rolling out, I think it's definitely looking good for the CFL.
0: Who are you training with?
1: Uh, You know, we had a couple guys over tonight. We got Patty Neufeld, um, Evan Johnson, Matlin Riley, Sam Baker, uh, Nick Daly's training there. We just got a great group of guys training over there. So, you know, we're definitely talking about it almost every day, about what's going on, and just... Just training together and just praying that something comes comes in these next couple months.
0: Here. So you just mentioned a Rough Rider draft pick in Riley. You mentioned Evan Johnson, who's a Regina kid. Uh, you've got uh, a couple of Winnipeg Blue Bombers in you. The Huskies have quite a nice little uh, nice little foundation there of players that are, are uh, moved on to the CFL or moving on to the CFL.
1: Yeah, we got a teammate too, Ben Whiting, one of my one of my best buddies, also training with us. So it's cool to have him. Also part of the Alouettes to have that connection too. So, um, no, there's a lot of good guys training over there. And, no, Lippy's doing a great job.
0: How is uh, it going for you in terms of uh, staying in shape and uh, with the recovery from your injury?
1: Uh, you know, the, the recovery part's been done for months. That's, that's in the rear view now. Um, training's going really well. I think if we if camp started tomorrow, I'd be, I'd be in a great position. I'd be able to perform. And, you know, I'm just trying to get better each day. You know, staying mentally motivated is the hardest part right now, just with the uncertainty. But you know, right now, from a from a running standpoint and the strength standpoint, get asked Lippy or any of the guys I'm training with, I'm definitely in a good spot right now.
0: So, um, in terms of the Alouettes, have they told you what they expect from you?
1: Um, you know, we've we've talked a couple of times in the last couple of months, and you know, they, the same thing they said last May is, you know. The biggest thing when they talk about the draft, it doesn't matter when you get drafted, is if you get drafted or if you get that chance. So talking on the phone and talking with uh, some of the coaches, it's just, you know, when you get out here, you're trying to earn a job. So going out there, you know, I'm trying to make my name on special teams, obviously, to start off with. But, you know, I just want to be able to contribute in any way that I can. But talking with them, the biggest thing is just it's going to be lots of room for competition. So they're just letting me know that aspect of it. And I know, because everywhere you go, we we're fighting for a spot, right? So, um, no, I'm just excited, excited to get to work and just get out there and get an opportunity.
0: Well, I know of one guy who was the 199th pick in the whatever round it was, sixth round of the NFL draft that has won seven Super Bowls. So, if there isn't, you know, there's no bigger inspiration than that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume, Colton.
1: Oh, and I think that goes to show you. You go, you go look at, you hear more about draft busts than you do about the underdog, right? So, the the biggest thing i've really just turned my head around obviously when the draft happened i was a little bit sour with where i went but at the end of the day i try to look at the glass half full and montreal is a great organization and but told or all the coaches there told me it doesn't matter when you get drafted it's just if you get drafted so they told me that even before the draft and i'm just happy to have the opportunity
0: you know it's got to be pretty good though i mean Let's be honest, they didn't really get to do an eyeball test on you because of COVID and you're coming off a serious injury. So that that, that is kind of the half glass full. At least they spent some draft capital on you without really knowing if you're 100%. And,
1: you know, I think that goes to show the trust in, uh, you know, and my, my agent, Rob Fry, does a great job. Um, and my trainer, Lippy, and, you know, Flory obviously has a huge say in that too. I know for a fact that he talks with members of that organization, and definitely probably, probably had a little bit of a helping hand in what went on. But no, it just goes to show that I think that I think the guys I surround myself know my work ethic, and you know I've had injuries before. Obviously, that one was a little bit different, and anything I say, no one no one will know the truth until they see me play. But I think you guys have seen my training videos. You've seen me running. I I look good, if not better than before. So. Yep. i'm just excited to just get on the field and just you know get stop hearing about the ankle right yeah funny you hear about injury and it's, it's a fa- it's a fair question it's just like you said they spent capital and uh they, they they put a pick on me without you know not knowing fully what to expect but i i just want to go there and prove them prove them right with their pick and just show them that you know that was just a bump in the road and i just want to have a long career and i want to go out there and show that
0: Talk to Evan Johnson about Joel Lipinski. Your thoughts on Joel? Just you've mentioned Lippy a couple of times. Just, uh, just talk about what he's meant to your career and and what makes him so good.
1: You know, I think with, with Joel, he just he, he gets along with everybody. He's so easy to get along with. He, like it doesn't matter who you are. I don't think I've ever talked to a person that doesn't like Lippy. But for myself, you know, we always we always joke about it. If you go look at my grade eleven, grade twelve film, I I didn't even belong on a football field. So. There, there is a lot of girls there, and the thing with Joel is, he doesn't give up on anybody. He doesn't matter what your skill set is when you start, he he's gonna put the work in, and as long as you show up, and you're willing to listen and be coachable, and you know, come in with the mindset that you want to get better, I I think that's that's possible no matter your skill level. So I think the biggest thing with Joel is, I know in my, from my past, is he just never gave up on me, and con- constantly gave me reassurance as long as I put the work in that I'd see results and. No, I think I think working out with Joel has, has worked out pretty well in these last few years.
0: Colton, congratulations on the deal with Montreal. I can't wait to see you on the field in Alouette colors. But uh, failing that, back in uh, U of S colors, as uh, your team has a pretty good shot at doing something in uh, in Can West too. Uh, provided uh, you know you don't make the Alouettes the first go round.
1: You know, I'm am just, just excited to play football again, no matter where that is. But <laughs> you know, I'm excited to go to a pro camp and get that opportunity and. I'm just excited to strap on a helmet and
0: cleats again. Yeah, you're the definition of a football player, no doubt about it. Thanks for this, Colton. Thank you, Michael. Take care, stay safe. This has been Growing the Game with Ballsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball at harvardbroadcasting.com. Ballsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Roughriders and U of r Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.